edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. Uh, to the famous Julie, I don't know you, uh, but I've been threatened to mention you or I will never be on the podcast again. So thank you, Julie, for being the one subscriber, um, I guess. So it sounds like it sounds like that was written for you to read. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. I can start over. (laughs) No, I think that I think (laughs) me saying it sounds like it was written is going to be great. Um, All right. So today we have a very special guest, um, one that you've definitely never heard from before or would recognize the voice at all. Um, He comes from a family of nine children and has served a two-year mission for the LDS Church. Uh, He's worked in many different fields of communications, advertising, and marketing, and I've actually known this guy for 14 years. And in the 14 years we've known each other, he has, um, we've talked a lot about how he's constantly struggled uh, how to portray his honest opinions about people without, you know, hurting the relationship and the role of honesty in relationships. And I would say that honesty has actually been a key factor in our friendship, which we'll get into a little bit more later. But uh, I just want to welcome, again, someone you've never heard of before, (laughs) Alex. Nice to have... Michael the Machine! (laughs) Uh, Alex, welcome to to the podcast that is mine, this this podcast, my podcast. I I thought I heard you about... I thought I heard you go, uh, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) I heard the I heard the my trying to come out right there. It's my, it's, yeah, welcome. Um. Thank you. What's funny? What's funny is whenever I, I whenever I it's it's been nice to be able to host the show on occasion. Uh, whenever I like say like welcome to people, usually it's their first time on the podcast, and so they never like say thank you. It's just like welcome. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Well. Today, we have, uh, today I'm getting fired from hosting the podcast. Segway. Segway. <laughs> um, also, this is my first time hosting a podcast, so bear with me. But uh, no, today we're talking about what we're calling the honesty paradox. And the honesty paradox could be summed up as people say that they want honesty, but um, do they? Do they really want honesty? And sometimes honesty can be hard to deliver and it can be hard to receive. So um, Alex is our guest today, and we want to talk about it now because this is a subject he is personally very passionate about, and it's something that's kind of come up time and time again in the many years we've been friends. And he spent a ton of time thinking about it and has a lot of really interesting perspectives um, from either trial and error or research he's done um, or just living his life over the years. So Alex, um, do people really want honesty? Mm, That's a... Um, I wasn't ready for the trick questions. <laughs> it's written down in the outline. Um, do people really want honesty? I think they. I think they honestly believe that they do, but I don't believe that. I think I. Th- this is what I think the problem is. I think the problem is uh, us as humans are very terrible at delivering honesty to people. We don't know what, because we don't know what mental state they're in. How you deliver honesty to one person depends on the moment, in my opinion. A lot of the honest honesty mistakes that I've made in my life have come from delivering the truth at the wrong time. Would it have been effective to deliver it to the person? Absolutely. But I just delivered it in the wrong moment, and that is kind of of where the problem comes up. I, I, I try to can try to be as concise and honest with people as possible. One, so that they can be a better person. And then more than anything, just because I, I really just hate, uh, basically bad mouthing people behind their back. Ultimately what has happened in society. And I've recognized this in my own family we complain ad nauseum about people and and let's be honest since this is about honesty um, let's be honest like the the lowest form of of communication is talking about people and that is all that we do could you imagine if we were just more honest with these people so we didn't have to talk about them about behind their back and the things that we would be able to talk about and accomplish if we weren't focusing so much time bad-mouthing people behind their back. 
uh, because maybe we find a way to be honest and open with them and help them change their ways and they help us change our ways so that we can start discussing ideas and emotions and things like that as opposed to just uh, ultimately it's I'm going to have to edit this out. I'm editing it. So I, I'm okay with my swear, like talking about people. Yeah. I, why do you think people, why do you think people want to gossip about other people? Do you think it's because they're afraid of offending the other person with their honesty? Or do you think it's because we as humans feel better when we are cutting other people down or talking about them to make ourselves feel better about ourselves? So I guess my question is, do you think that that issue is an issue of, a lack of honesty or do you think even if someone was comfortable with honesty that they would still gossip even if someone was comfortable about honesty would they still gossip yes yes they absolutely would uh part of part of the reason people are like it's one of those things i always go back to we need to weed out the negative things that we have evolved to do i feel like we've evolved to just talk crap about people our entire life and so, yes, even if, if we get to a point where we can be honest and open with each other and tell each other, we're still going to be like, like, I'll just use you as an example. Like, let's, let's, say, uh, let's say you screwed something up at work uh, or something like that, and you and I work together. I, I would probably, like, I could still go to you and be like, hey, this one thing that you messed up at work was bad. I hope that you don't do it. But at the same time, I'm probably going to be telling everybody oh, Sheila screwed this stuff up at work. You know what I mean? If, if, if that makes sense. Because I think we have this, uh, this sense of wanting to fit in and making ourselves appear better than we actually are, which inevitably means putting other people down. So I think that's why, why we talk bad about people behind their backs. That doesn't necessarily mean that we can't be honest. Because for example, I would be far less upset if someone's talking behind my back and they've also explained that exact same thing to me because then I don't view it as them talking behind my back. I might be a little bit upset with them because, you know, you don't necessarily, like, why, why are we still talking about this? Like, we already talked about it. We figured it out. Um, so I might be a little upset with that. But I think there is, I think we have this natural inclination to want to be better than other people. Uh, so that, that inevitably is going to 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 uh, to continue to exist in our in our conversation with people. So, using the scenario where someone does tell you what they're mad about, but then they're still talking about it. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't seem to happen very often in the workplace. Sometimes people they you know it, they'll just complain to all. each other. So why why do you think that that kind of honesty is hard? Like, why do you think that people say that they want honesty? And that they would want to know if a coworker was upset with them or a boss was upset with them. But when they actually get that feedback, it's they take it the wrong way. Why do you think that is? Once again, evolution. We want to fit in. We want to be part of the group. And we don't want to appear to be the part of the group that is holding the rest of the group back. So anytime that anybody is talking crap about us, ultimately what that – and we find out about it, I should say – and we find out about what they're talking about. That just makes us feel like, I, in my opinion, even though like we might react as like, I can't believe that B is saying that stuff about me. What it, what it really is, is just like, man, am I, if we really have to, we're internalizing it. We're being like, man, am I really that bad? That's why we have like this defensive reaction to it, as opposed to a more proactive response where we try to change whatever behavior that may be. Now, not all honesty is correct. Some people have uh, honest opinions that they have of us that can potentially be wrong. And what's important about that is, is making sure that we find that common ground within our conversations with one another to be like, I think you're misinterpreting what happened. This is the in intention that I had. Uh, I apologize if there was any miscommunication there because uh, I feel like that happens a lot too where going back to right time right place sort of idea uh, I feel like a lot of people don't know how to deliver that honesty in the right time or place and so it just all of it gets misconstrued so you talked about different different levels of honesty I think <laughs> um but Outside of perception, are there ever times when it's fair or, or when it's 
when it's unfair to the other person, to be honest. So, you know, it's not just like how they experience the situation, but are there some things that you wouldn't be honest about? Yes. There are some things, uh, uh, maybe I'm not drawing the correct like picture of everything. My, when I'm saying like honesty, if you have something that you feel is necessary to tell another person, but not the actual person who it regards like to them, that is when I have the issue. For example, I could think somebody sucks at their job. If I'm not telling anybody that they suck at their job, I feel like I'm still okay and being honest. Um, I should still be honest willing to go and help them get better at whatever. And it could, it doesn't necessarily have to be a job. It could be they're screwing up their relationships. They're making poor life decisions or whatever it may be. I, I'm more of the, the, I'm just more of the honesty and like, I'm sick and tired of having to hear people complain all the freaking time about all these terrible things that are going on in their life. And I'm just like, why don't you just tell them that? Tell them exactly what you just said in the way that you just told me, because that's an issue that I have. Whenever people are relaying stories to me, uh, they say that they've had these communications with people. I'm just like, I doubt how you just portrayed it to me is how you portrayed it to them. One, because it wouldn't be effective. And two, because they would probably not want to talk to you anymore and this wouldn't be an issue anymore. But I, I think like there are certain things that just aren't necessary to like tell people about like, like, Oh, you're short. Like I'm not, I'm not advocating that we just make observations. Oh, look, everybody, Pam's making observations. Um, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not advocating that sort of thing. Like, Oh, let's Pam. just point out what's going on. I'm just ultimately what I want is a better society and the more backstabbing and backbiting, the less, or did I say more? The less that's going on, the better. So, I mean, we're talking about people who, there's two sides, right? There's receiving honesty or receiving criticism or whatever it is, and then there's giving it. And it seems like a lot of people are very uncomfortable actually giving that that honesty or giving that criticism back. And I think you kind of hit on part of it was like, you know, you, people don't want to offend other people. But, wh- but why do you think, do you really think it's that they don't want to offend those people? Or do you think that they're worried about looking like a jerk? Like, do you think it's about them or do you think it's about the person that they're quote unquote offending? Man, that's just personality type. I, I would disagree with what you just said in giving and receiving that it's just like this two way sort of thing, because we can also receive honesty through uh, like through the through the bat. Like, let's say you're really good friends with someone at work. I talk bad about you to that person. They're going to go and tell you. So you're still technically receiving my honesty in a in a less efficient way and vice versa so like you to the other person about me um so giving and receiving honesty there can also be the middleman i i think it just comes down to personality types like that's what that's what's so tough about this subject for me is i i recognize that not everybody thinks like me not everybody thinks like you um i don't think perfectly you don't think perfectly we don't behave perfectly what so what's difficult for me is like there are people who are honest and like the people that you got to watch out for like yeah i'm just blunt if anyone's ever been described you as blunt it's not a compliment uh usually what <laughs> like uh, there's a reason that blunt force trauma is generally reserved for murder uh hitting someone across the back of the skull so like whenever you hear someone call you blunt it means that you're a dick um but i think that 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 kind of goes to my point, though. My whole thing is like we need to figure out a way to better communicate these um, these deficiencies that we all have. Let's be honest. None of us is perfect so that we can just improve society. If we could figure out a way to do that, I, I don't know how we do that, honestly. Um, a lot of it has to do with empathy and compassion. But sometimes, you know what? You have to be just staunch with someone because uh, things that I have seen work in my life and things that I have seen not work in my life, sometimes it's I'm passive and it doesn't work. And then sometimes I'm like super aggressive and the honesty does work. Uh, it's We almost have to become perfect at knowing the person, their personality and what they feel in that moment. And I, and I think it goes back to empathy, being able to have that empathy so people, uh, so we have the ability to 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 make people 
better and so that they'll be more willing to make us better. So let me give you an example. So I just read, um, I actually just read this great book that dealt a lot with honesty. It was called Radical Candor. And a, a big takeaway for me, and it was in this, it was in the setting of like workplace or being a manager and g- delivering feedback or criticism to the people that report to you. Um, and one of the points that the author made was that a lot of times managers are hesitant to provide feedback or criticism to their team because they don't want to offend them or they don't want to hurt their feelings. And the author made the point that a lot of times that's really that's really just a selfish reason on behalf of the manager. They don't want to feel awkward or they don't want to feel bad giving negative feedback. But if you were actually really caring about that person, you'd give them the honest feedback so that they could improve it and be better. And one of the examples was um, she had a boss that uh, that she had a lot of respect for or there was a lot of mutual respect. So they had already established a relationship of um, mutual care and trust, and which is key, which I don't want to overlook. But, um, she, you know, this woman gave a gave a presentation and I guess she says I'm a lot. And her boss said, you know, you're really good. That was a really great job. But you say I'm a lot and that makes you sound stupid. So I want to help you fix that. And she gave her the tools to help her fix that. But I can imagine, like, as a young... Whoa, they said it like that? Yeah, said it like that. Wow, wow. And, right, because that's, that's uh, I was going to say blunt. But at the me, personally, if my boss said that, I would be... It would hurt. It would sting really bad. And I'd be so concerned about how I, I've sounded so stupid. But I would also probably never say um again. And I would probably be better for it. And if I knew that that boss really cared about me and really cared about me being better, maybe there was a way they could have delivered that that it wouldn't sting as much. But I don't know if there's a way that it could be delivered that it w- that it would be quite as effective. So I feel like this is a long way of saying that changed my perspective on honesty. And if I'm not if I'm withholding an honest truth, or at least an honest truth to me, um, because I kind of want to protect how I feel about it. Versus thinking about, is this really going to help that person in the long run? And so my question for you is, and I think this is a very small example, but do you tell people when they have food in their teeth or their zippers down, um, anything, any, you know, like social kind of faux pas that are embarrassing, but, you know, it's not like a character flaw. Do you tell people about that? Man, did you just hear your little New Yorker come out there with embarrassing? No, what? no. Did you hear that? No. That was dope. That was cool. Um, oh, God. No, that shit is not oh, God. I, I, it was like, I thought that was cool. It was like, embar- <laughs> it was a little, little New Yorker twang to the embarrassing. That was cool. Yes and no. It, it depends on it. Honestly, uh, with, with like the fly down, food in their teeth, food, like uh, food in the beard, because I know a lot of bearded people. A- absolutely. Uh, for the most part, yes. It depends. Like, for example, if it's just me and a person, no. If I know that person is going to be seen by other people, 100% I will point it out to them because I would want them to do the same to me. And I'd want them to do the same to me where if it's just uh, him and her or like he or she with me, I would want them to do the same thing. If If it's just us two, just let it go. No, it's not going to hurt anybody. If you know that that person is going to be around other people, 100%, you have to you have to tell them. But that goes back to like the like I guess it's almost like picking and choosing when to be honest or whatnot. Sometimes it's effective and helpful, and other times it just uh distracts from the actual situation. Like let's imagine you're having just this amazing conversation on ethics regarding I don't know. Let, let let's just say assisted suicide. <laughs> <laughs> assisted like, suicide nice you're having like subject. it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to necessarily be that but like you're having this great topic like conversation you going oh you have food in your teeth will automatically make that person a little bit more self-conscious and you immediately ruin that conversation separate example if there's a bunch of you in this in this example, you pull that person to the side, or not even necessarily pull that person to the side, just go up to them, whisper in the ear, hey, you got food in your teeth, just so you know. Um, and I feel like that solves the problem. I, I would, so it just depends on the situation. And I think that's what's so difficult about honesty is knowing how to do it. Like, no joke, 
my family, we're a family of nine. So just imagine the amount of uh, like crap talking. <laughs> the amount, screw it. Once again, I can edit. The amount of talking that goes on within my family is ridiculous. And I hate what's really tough for me being the youngest because I really don't think that people in my family respect me as much because I am the youngest. And I totally understand that. Like, oh, they've lived longer than me, whatever. But we just talk crap about each other all the time. And I feel like I am the only one who will, as the youngest, once again, like I'm not trying to make myself some sort of martyr or whatever. I will tell someone like, oh, that's that's not okay. Like the behavior that you are doing is not okay. The behavior that that person that you are closer to than I am is not okay what they're doing. Um, and I've gotten crap for it. Well, no, actually, I haven't gotten crap for it. I have heard that other people have given me crap for it behind my back. Like, be like, oh my, I can't believe Alex said that to so-and-so. Like, they would never say that to me. And I think that just is exactly the point. And then you hear these people complain all the time. Like, I hate that this person does this. I hate that this person does that. I'm just like, well, just tell them that. You're gonna have to be. You're gonna have to be a douchebag. In your head, you're going to have to be a douchebag for a moment. But what if that makes that person better? Yeah, it's totally worth it. Well, so that I guess that's my question: is like, it is it's the motivation behind why you're being honest? Because I I can think of plenty of times when when I'm complaining about someone or something, and at the end of the day, like that might not be a huge character flaw on that person's behalf or it might not be that big of a deal and I you know it bothers me but I can get over it but there's things that certain behaviors that I think will make that person better and I, and I, I guess that's why I'm relating this more to the workplace because when you're a manager you're trying to make those people better um, and so like if I see a behavior and I can change it and I think it'll actually truly benefit that person because I care about that person it's just coming from a different place versus that person annoys me and I'm just going to tell them that they annoy me. Like, I just think there's a different... And I think constructive. You want it to be constructive. Yes, exactly. Like, there needs to be, like, a real purpose behind it, behind just being, quote-unquote, honest. Or, and you're, I think to your earlier example, I'm blunt. Um, so how do you decide, like, how do you decide when it's worthwhile to be honest? Is it the amount that you personally care about that person? Uh, obviously, I, I don't want to give the impression that I am the Mr. Perfect Honesty or anything like that. But man, you want to know what? It's just, it's so difficult. Like I, this is what I wish. I wish people would understand how other people felt when they deliver the honesty. Cause I do think there are some people who are blunt and have no empathy when they're delivering said honesty. Um, I'm thinking of an example of, of a friend. I'm just going to say a friend, uh, a friend and I were traveling recently, like within the last year, and that friend drank an entire fifth of vodka. An entire fifth of vodka, by the way, is around 25-ish shots. In order to get drunk, you need about three. Uh, so that person drank an entire fifth and then threw up within a couple hours of us like being with each other. And my response was, you, you can't do that. Like, that's how I said it. I was like, you, nope. I, I, as the person who has rented the car that we are going to be driving around in, you, you can't, I, I won't drive you around in that because I'm not going to risk that or anything like that. And honestly, that's just way too much. That's way too much alcohol for a single person to ever consider consuming. If your body is throwing up, that means that you shouldn't be doing it. Anyways, um, and I felt terrible saying that. Um, I felt terrible saying it because like in the moment it was me and a few other people and I did it in front of everybody, which is not ideal for honesty because that embarrasses the person that you're giving it to and nobody backed me up on it. Uh, and, and nobody backed me up on it. And by the way, all those other people that were traveling with me have complained about this person and their drinking habits. And so I do it all by myself and I just feel like this horrible, terrible person. And I wish that the person receiving the truth know, could know, not just in this example, but in many examples, that some people really feel bad telling the truth. And it hurts us just as much as it probably hurts them. 
Um, there's no way, maybe, maybe it would be best to like, once again, honesty is almost always better when it's a one-on-one situation as opposed to a group setting. But sometimes you just have to call a spade a spade. Like for example, if you're in a group setting and someone is like racially assaulting another person, who cares if you're in the group setting, you have to call somebody out on that. Uh, but it's 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 really difficult. It's very difficult to know when the right time is and when it's when it's not. That's some, that's the thing that I struggle with the most. Um, another example is another friend who um, I called them out. <laughs> I called them out for stuff that they had said for me, and the reason that I knew that they had really said it is I had heard it from multiple different sources, from three different sources. That's my minimum. Uh, I called them out in front of a group, be like, hey. You said this thing about me. I did it in a group. Once again, a bad thing. I should have done it solo. You said this thing about me. And like they, you put them on the spot and you almost, and at the time I felt great. And then right after I was honest with the person, I felt horrible. I'm like, this was wrong. I know that how I just handled this is wrong. I try to learn from these things and make them better going on. Uh, But that is one thing that I have noticed makes it difficult for me to maintain and keep friends is, and that's, uh, sorry, this is probably a really long-winded answer, sorry, but what's difficult for me in keeping friends is people, that's how I know people don't like the truth. I know that people don't like the truth because they will reach out to me less after I am honest with them about a certain thing, um, when in reality, all I want is them to be a better person and at the same time I would want them to do the same thing for me I'm never going to be honest with someone about something that I wouldn't want them to be honest with me about do you feel like you are like what motivated you to be honest with that person in that group setting like do you think that you were just which 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 example Sorry. It, both of them were group examples, right? You said it in front of the group. So, like, do you think that you were just not thinking it, like, something happened that sparked the thought and so you just said it? Or do you feel like something about it, like, you wanted it to be a group setting and later realized that that wasn't a good idea? Uh, it, it was spur of the moment, uh, 100%. Uh, with, both, with both examples, something was meant, like, for example, so, like, seeing someone throw up two hours into a vacation... <laughs> Made me think, ah, I got to confront it at some point. Oh, well, here's the thing, though, too. Okay. So not only did they just throw up, you see them going back to the bottle after throwing up. So that's what sparked me. Like, got to stop it right now. Uh, There's no time to pull this person to the side. The other one, they had said something about, uh, ultimately what it was is this person had been talking crap about me and another person in tandem. And they were talking that crap about that person right then. And I was just like, you want to know what? Not today. Yeah. Not today. You don't get to talk. Like, because I know you've said that about me. I'm not going to let you say that about this person right now. So it was more of, it was sparked by something. When And let's be honest. Uh, these examples are a year ago. And another, this other example is probably like four years ago that I'm, that I'm talking about. I've learned a lot since then. And I know that I just need to go straight to people as quickly as possible. Sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes it has to be spur of the moment, but I just need to go to people and say, hey, uh, this one thing, stop saying that. You can you can lie to me right now and say that you haven't said it. I would prefer you just be honest. But if you ever, if I ever hear that you say that again, you are continuing to be a terrible person and I don't know why I'm friends with you. Yeah. Like, well, like, like here's the thing too. Like for me, like what I want to talk about is like friends and like being friends and family with one another. Like, why do I want to be friends and family with a person who can't be honest with me and just constantly wants to talk crap about me? It's that's a miserable existence. Like yeah. uh, this isn't this isn't real housewives of Orange, of Orange County. <laughs> like none of us are making enough money to be living that kind of gossipy life. None of us are making money off of our uh, off of our like uh, exactly. Drugs. So <laughs> no, exactly. But I think I think what's hard is is as the receiver of someone's criticism is is taking it and that sounds very stupid but what i mean is like you as a person have to decide if that's true or if you if that is not truth so it might be true to to the person who gave the feedback 
right? Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, I think that you're too loud at parties or something. Um, but, like, that's that's not necessarily a fact, right? Like, that could be that person. Relative. Yeah, it's relative. Like, let's it's say, all relative. Like, let's, just say, let's just use you and me as an it, example. But t- uh, time out, though. Time out, though. It becomes a fact when a lot of people are, are complaining about it. Oh, like yeah, see, yeah. see, see, like yeah. most of what I'm talking about is I hear people talking crap about these things all the time, and then for some reason it ends up falling on me to be the one who's like, "Oh, by the way, you have this problem." Um, but sorry, uh, sorry for interrupting <laughs> you. I just wanted to like get that out of the way. Most of the honesty things I'm dealing with are when I am hearing other people just all over these people, and it's just like. Oh, well, then tell them. Uh, sorry, but use your example because I think your example is going to be great. No, no, I agree. Well, and I think you're probably re- you're probably experiencing those things in your family more because your family is so big. I feel like I experience those things more in the workplace where you have people that are complaining about. Uh, Do you not experience it with friends? Mm, no, maybe because my friends, my friend groups are so... Um, all, like segmented I don't have like one large group and they're all like kind of broken out that gotcha. I don't feel like that makes sense talk, you know like people like for example I'm not talking about ex-girlfriend you have or ex-boyfriend you have like usually what you and I are communicating well, let's be honest, we never really talk crap about anybody no. uh, yeah. which is actually like I'm not even trying to say that to make us sound good like uh, we don't like I, I know that we have I know that I have said crap about people but usually it's from like a place of just like I'll be like, I'll say crap. I'll be like, but I know that it really doesn't matter because I'm never going to have to associate with that person. Sorry. Yeah. Or, or it's like, we're talking about it because we care about whoever that person is. And we're trying to like, I, or I feel like I've done that a lot where I'm telling you about maybe a challenge I have. In a you come for advice on how to face these situations. Yeah. Like how to, or I come to you with advice. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I feel like that's a little bit different than like, like literally, Today, you know, I'm having a conversation about us at work about a specific team that everyone thinks is super inefficient and has been super inefficient for a long time. But like the person who runs the team is really close to the boss or whoever. And so everyone's afraid to say something. But like really that's hurting the whole company. And really like the person who the person like that uh, leads that te- the pro- the quote unquote problem team is not a bad person. They're a great person. And maybe if they were given like the feedback to to be better or whatever, like that the team could adapt to what the rest of the company needs. So like it's frustrating because people just keep getting more and more upset when they could be solving the problem or addressing the problem instead of worrying about like hurting all of these feelings. So, um, but like that, that's like a much more political situation because then you have to figure out like who's going to be honest about it to who and are you senior and junior and blah, blah, blah. But um, I guess Alex, I don't even know what's happening. I'm like very stressed out about this hosting role. Um, but, I keep, <laughs> but I keep looking back at the like the outline being like, did I check all the boxes? Oh, I'm checking it. I'm checking it. Don't okay. worry about it. Um, I keep like totally losing my train of thought. But I, uh, hold on, I'm going to pause. I have to do this on a regular basis, Sheila. I don't need You're to hear you complain yeah, but, about it. But like you're way better at it. And I'm not, I, this is my first well, time. Well, it's because I got my Jimmy Fallon juice. <laughs> Um, oh, don't talk about boobs. That's gross, Sheila. You're a girl. Uh, be a little bit. Be a little bit more uh, prudent, please. Okay, sorry. Can you? Can you? Um, you know what's funny is like sometimes when I'm listening to these, and I'm not editing any of this out. Sometimes when I listen to these, like I love, like I'll, I'll like say a certain thing, and I know that you a little bit find it funny, but you don't laugh, and I'm like, man, people are gonna think I'm such a dick for what I just said right there. I know that Sheila finds this funny, but she's not laughing out of spite. So I'm going to have to deal with people being like, oh, they didn't. Another failed joke by Alex. Uh, well, I was just listening to like the Game of Thrones one. And I feel like you guys, you like made some feminist joke or something. And I think I didn't laugh. But like when I was listening to it back, I was like cracking up. <laughs> I thought you might have like cut me out. I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to be too serious. I would never cut out a laugh. Trust me. I cut out ums. I will I will leave an um in if I can keep a laugh in as well. <laughs> uh, but honesty, really, right? Honesty, guys. Honestly. It's very funny. 
Um, well, no. I, well, speaking, this is not a transition, but I was just thinking about how um, I feel Dude, like... Dude, you are New Yorking so hard, by the way. How? What word sounds New York New Yorkin? That's not a word. However you just said about, uh, there there have been like, uh, I should start taking it down. There have been so many phrases where I'm like, shoo, <laughs> Sheila, you are going so, like, I know it's not, I know it's not Northern Californian. I know it's not Italian, even though you've never had an Italian accent. I know it's like, I know it's not these certain things. So when I hear you say it, I'm just like, I know that's New York. Um, I've been but I love it. Like I, I'm not saying I'm not trying to like say this in like a negative way. Like when I hear it, I'm just like, as you should. You have been there for four year, four years. Three now? years. You've three been there years. for yeah, yeah. You've been there for three years. You should have this by now. But I don't believe in that. I don't believe in picking up accents if you were born. With well, you don't believe in ghosts either. You don't hear me judging you for it. Next. <laughs> that made no sense. I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to be honest with you right now. I'm trying to give everybody an example. I feel like I've been told that I, I pick up weird accents if I've had more than two glasses of wine. So maybe I maybe I'm just like merging. So all Sheila's of the at accents. two. My, uh, for yeah. for anyone keeping count at home. Yeah, we have a tally. But no, I think what I was gonna say was that um, I think what allowed us to be friends for me personally, which we we both know I'm a very neurotic person and I have been a very neurotic person since I was what, thirteen or fourteen when we met. Since but, since birth. Since, yeah, oh yeah, since birth, sorry. But like from your timeline. But um, Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, actually, well, never mind. I'm not going to get into my like childhood and I wasn't neurotic. No one wants you to. I know. Got <laughs> <laughs> it, got it. Uh, so yeah. all these things happened to me as I was growing up. Oh, now we're all depressed. Like, sorry. such a star. And then I went into, whatever. Um, no, I, I think that, that that you're, you've always been a, very honest person and I think a very transparent person so I I think even throughout all the years I know if something is bothering you even if you're not outright telling me and just knowing that is actually very helpful for me um because I've always I feel like I do a pretty good job of like uh, there's a lot of um what people would consider weak moments that I've had with you like a lot of moments where it's just like oh wow that person is people be like wow, Alex is so soft or whatever. But more than anything, it's just like, I want you to know that is how I feel about given situation. You know what I mean? Like just, and it's not because I want you to feel bad for me or for my situation or whatever. It's just like, at least, at least I know that you know and I never have to like have this internalizing thing in my head anymore of like, why, why does she act like that? Why does she do this? Is that, does that make sense? Are you referring... I'm trying to think of like a real example because the only thing I can think oh, of... Oh, you want me to give you a real example right now? The travel... No, 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 no. I just want to... Travel... Sure. No, yeah. Uh, that was that, that. was like what I was thinking that's of right now because that's the most yeah. recent... Like that was probably the most weak in air quotes that I've been. Uh, it was just... Okay. Like I literally... Okay. I thought you meant I, like you weak as in you weren't telling me something. Oh, no, like, no, no. Okay. Got it. No. Literally, it's something that really doesn't bother me a ton like I can continue to live my life but it's just one of the things I'm just like I just want to let you know that 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 thing uh just so you know that's how I felt about that and and has have has thing have things been weird since then no it hasn't no. at all well but I also think part of that is like how how you yeah like how you dealt with it after and I don't know yeah but I think that's my point is like I I think that I have always been able to trust you that you're not like being nice for the sake of being nice, that you're a pretty transparent person. And for me personally, that's always been a very important like quality in a friendship because I don't like ambiguity. I like to know like where we, where I stand with that person at any given point. Um, and that was something that stood out about you from the very, very beginning is that like we were, which friends is nice because I was like four yeah. years old. Like, like, you know, like I was really young because like, I don't consider I feel like I've gotten better as I've gotten. I, I And I think that's a huge reason why I've lost a lot of friends, too. So it's like it's really nice to have someone who I didn't annoy enough to where like eventually you left sort of thing, uh, because I think there are tons of people in my life where when I become transparent and honest with them, it just turns them off. Because I don't do a really great job. I, I, in the past, I haven't done a great job of um, 
of delivering that information. I think that's ultimately what it comes down to is delivering the information, that honesty in a, in an efficient way for the person. And it's going to be different for each person and different for each person in each situation. Well, what's funny is I is, and maybe my memory is bad, but I think that the, the example that you're referring to that the traveling, which is going to be very vague for anyone who's listening to this, but um, that's the first time I think I ever felt like any, any degree of like defensive in all of the years that we've been friends. Um, because in my mind, like that's not how I thought about it, blah, blah, blah. But like as someone who I think of as like probably the most honest person I know, I feel like you've actually always been very um, strategic or kind about whatever your feedback is, at least for me personally. Like I feel like there's a lot of moments in my life where I remember you being honest with me in a way that didn't attack me as a person, but helped me get to like whatever decision I needed to make. Um, and I think one of those was like, I, I think I said this at your wedding, but like, I think I was being really wishy-washy about something when we were in college and making a bunch of excuses about why I did or did not want to do something. And you told me that there's always a thousand, you, you kind of just like seemed like you were over it and you were like, listen, like there's a thousand reasons to not do something. You need to find the reason that you want to do it and like, just move on. And like, it called me on my have to bleep that sorry um but you called me on it and and i needed that i needed that at the time so like to me that wasn't something i felt defensive about that was kind of like yeah you're right like i should i shouldn't have but i also think a really big key part of that is we had been friends for many years at that point and we had a mutual respect and trust built up a rapport yeah well and like i i knew that you cared so like if you had said that that's huge that's huge that's huge Uh, i think that's sorry to interrupt you like you have to the person has to know that you care and that is what i have more frequently than not uh wait more frequently i have not portrayed to people i have not done a good job of letting them know that i care um a lot of times uh i'm just thinking of one of the specific examples of i've i've given i know multiple times i have texted this person and said hey just want to let you know i've been a part of talking crap behind your back with a ton of other people i don't name people specifically because i don't think that's fair they need to go to that person and tell them and i just want to be honest with you about this thing this is the crap that i have been talking about you uh, and I think it's gone over fairly well with that uh, specific case. Uh, what you were just talking about, another time that I feel like I was very honest with you was uh, the the choice to move to New York. I was very pro that. I'm not very pro uh, other places that you want to move, in all, in all fairness. But I feel like I was very pro, <laughs> very pro the... Uh, moving to New York thing because I totally got where you were coming from. Just like, just, just do it. Like Aaron wanted to do it. You, you had, you guys had the perfect setup for it. Uh, there have been multiple situations with you where I feel like I've just, uh, I've tried to cut through the, I guess you could say, and just be like, just do it, man. Like you're, 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 you're grown, you're grown ass people. Just go and do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what's I guess it's what's funny about that is I've never like literally that the whatever the travel situation was the only time I've ever felt like I thought you were being like on like like you were delivering something that because that because that was a like it was a judgment of your character right like like it was a judgment of your character being like because how not necessarily this is how it was delivered I could understand it being received this way was like you're a bad person for this. When in reality, what I wanted it to come across as, this is just how I feel. I don't think you're bad either way, but this is how I, Alex, view the situation. Perceived it, yeah. And I think how my immediate reaction was like, my my immediate reaction was I felt like you, yeah, like maybe that you felt like I thought, um, or that I had made this decision or that I had, uh, it's hard, I'm like trying not to use a lot of specifics, but like, that like you felt that I had slighted I actually I think it's because I felt that you thought I slighted you as a friend when like I was just trying in my mind I was trying to think of more ways that we could spend more trips together and so like it like in my mind I got very defensive about it but then I thought about it and I was like no 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 okay that's okay like I get it but like it was the only time I had been like I guess defensive about something you had said to me and then I like 
chilled out and was fine and it was fine and I appreciated that you told me instead of like you fostering that type of feeling and like me not knowing about it so I really appreciated it but I, my point is that it's been 14 years and that's the only time and I think you're one of the on- most honest people because I think that you do a good job of oh well you're not you're not you're not bringing well but I wasn't honest in this situation you're not bringing up the one time that I made you cry because I would not let you you don't even remember this though like it's it's like the most one of the most depressing moments of my entire life looking back on it do you remember our chemistry class the chemistry class where I just snapped at you. I don't know why I snapped at you, but this, this comes back. But this, I feel like this is a good example, like time, place and deliverance. I delivered that so poorly to you. This was my thing. Aaron had taken this class before and let's be honest, Sheila and I were stealing a ton of Aaron's, Aaron's homework assignments and stuff like that. And we were, I think it was for a test and my thing was just like, dude, you have all of Aaron's stuff that you've been using. I don't have access to all of Aaron's stuff. How about you just freaking figure this out on your own? I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff that went into it. It wasn't as simple as I just as I just made it. But that's ultimately what it boiled down to. And I, I snapped at you. And it, it, and it goes back to how you deliver something. If I would have delivered it more in a way of just like, hey, you want to know what? I don't want you to cheat off of my test because like this sounds so bad because everyone cheats all right everybody cheats on homework assignments so i don't feel bad about it, this it wasn't a test it wasn't a test yeah it was a homework assignment i was like i don't i don't want you to cheat off of this homework assignment you have aaron's like i shouldn't once again i'm not even doing it good right now trying to like change it you have aaron's homework assignments just use aaron's and cheat off of that instead of cheating off of mine like i feel like that would have been a lot better than me just be like no <laughs> I mean, at that time, too, I, I, I would like to think that I've become a lot more confident and mature and self I did not do it in a good way, though. Like, but, I think, uh, yeah, I do think that you have become more confident and mature, but I did not handle it in a good way. Well, I think, too, like, no, no I, that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. Like, people snap at each other all the time, and, like, now in my life, I'm much more resilient to it, and I'd be like, well, all right, well, you're in a bad mood. And blah, blah, all right, Dickie and McDickerson. And maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should just like be self-sufficient. Cause like, I actually just did this to the, to uh, someone on my team. Like I, I got kind of snippy and I like afterwards I was like, okay, I'm not really actually mad at you. I just like was a little annoyed and like, whatever, like you could figure it out, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. But what actually stung about that was not that, not that you were like mad, but I felt like, cause I was such an insecure person that I was like, see, finally, Someone doesn't want to be my friend. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it struck like an insecurity in me, and it wasn't necessarily like whatever it was at the time. It was just like a deeper insecurity. So that's and that's another hard thing about like honesty is like you don't know what like deep seated fear or whatever that or insecurity that person has that you might be like really, you know, striking by like a. Otherwise. No, good. That's that's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, that's that's a really good point. Also, like, you ended up getting the highest grade in that class. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. <laughs> no, that's what's funny, but I was about to bring that up. I'm like, Because part of it, too, is whoever gets the highest grade in the class doesn't have to take the final in that class. Sheila and I both didn't have to take the final. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, when all was said and done, we were the only two that didn't have to do it. Uh, cause I emailed the, cause I, I, I ended up, I ended up with a lower grade than Sheila. Yeah. Sheila was being nice. I ended up with a lower grade. I had to email the professor and be like, dude, seriously? Like I have like a hundred and one percent right now. Do I really have to take the final? He's like, Oh, you want to know what I really like? Cause you know, he was British. Oh, you really know what I know. You don't have to take it anymore. RIP to that guy. Who's no, man, we haven't been through, we have. We have taken high school classes together and college classes together. How many people can say that and have remained friends since then and have traveled to a different country with each other? I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, but I feel like uh, going back to uh, going back to just honesty in general, like you have to figure out the best. Sometimes it's going to sting. I, I, I you want to know what? Maybe we should be more like we need to get better at receiving honesty. We need we all need to be better as people to be like oh, this person is really angry. I'm not going to let their anger and the way that they're telling me this honesty affect me. Cuz if if the receivers could become much better at receiving then 
for those who are giving the truth, it'd be easier as well. I think we all need to get better as far as honesty and receiving that honesty goes. It's To me, it's like a vaccine. Everybody needs a little honesty in order to protect us from the disease of like, what's I was going to say self-awareness from the disease from like the disease of selfishness or the disease of no 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 it's like I feel like the disease is like this arrogance like that's what the honesty vaccine is for it's to protect us against this arrogance where like I can do yeah I can do no wrong and I am perfect um it sucks at first to get that vaccine but ultimately it's going to to be totally worth it that is my that's like my main feeling about like the honesty paradox like and and, in all fairness too if 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 you're a person who is saying oh i love it when people are honest with me one most people who say that don't actually want it in my opinion i like see people on instagram like i do whatever i care for the most part it's generally women like this is going to sound super sexist i understand it's generally women who are very uh provocative in their instagram posts and who are like this, like, I don't care what you say. I'm like, yeah, you do. Like, not necessarily me, but I know that you care what certain people say and certain people would say like what you're doing is stupid and wrong. I I feel like for the most part, people who ask for honesty in a very aggressive way don't want it. And those who ask for honesty in a very uh, constructive, that's not fair. Uh, that's the only word I can think of though. People who ask for it in a constructive way generally do want it. So like if someone's like, hey, how can I be better? Like tone means everything, man. Like this goes to how I feel about swear words. Tone means everything. Someone could say the N word to me or like to a black person or a black person could say it or whatever. And it always has to do with the tone in which something is said. And that's how you can tell how someone really means something to be. And I feel like it's the same way with honesty. If somebody wants honesty, the tone that they're asking for it in will let you know if they really want it. And the tone that it is delivered in will tell you how they really mean it and want you to receive it. I also feel like it's like a, I, I like the vaccine example. Um, it, the only thing about the vaccine example is it's like you deal with it at first and then you're kind of good forever. Um, whereas I feel like you True. need you kind of need like. It's of it. Yeah, um, well, I've had the chicken pox vaccine five to six times in my life. I have to get my really? boost. Yeah, I have to get like there's, I mean, I don't think I need it, it anymore, but you constantly have to get booster shots for some vaccines. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think like, I think. and maybe So my example partially. works, Sheila. <laughs> my honest opinion is that your example <laughs> sucks. No. Um, no, I just think like, I, I think back to my own, ex- like my own work experience and I and I use work a lot as an example because maybe I haven't been given a lot of criticism by like my friends or family and maybe that's a problem but um at work like it probably is <laughs> I'm not even trying to be like it probably is um I think went <laughs> great now I'm gonna be like all upset oh, sorry. at work yeah um but at work like you know you get you get certain types of feedback and you uh at first it's really hard to take and then at some point like I just kind of learn to detach some of that from myself and not tie it to my identity as much. Like, I feel like sometimes you take criticism and you're like, oh, I'm a bad person because of that. Like, you start to go down this spiral and really it's like, no, you just made a mistake and you need to learn from it and that's okay. Like, would you be as harsh about someone else if they made that mistake? Probably not. So I think it's like, you keep learning. There's no reason to be defensive. You're a human. You can keep fixing that. It's not like someone's telling you that you have an incurable problem. Um... And as long as like you can be open to feedback and you can take criticism and you can learn from it and you can you can change your perspective on it and say like oh great like that's actually going to make me better like then then you're going somewhere but if you just protect yourself from it all the time you're not going to grow you're not going to change and you're going to kind of be unhappy because people are going to tell you that and then you're going to feel bad so true uh, and and like in all fairness like I was being a little flippant there when I was like oh trust me like that's a bad thing from your family I don't get I I, I Mr. Honesty if we want to label me that for this for this show I don't get honest feedback from my family or friends no one is honest or open with me they just stop communicating with me I like it's very it's very and like what's funny about that I'm like oh wow it's like the first time that you've ever been blatantly honest with me is you not saying a damn thing 
like either way, like they're still delivering that message. I just don't know what it what what I need to change. That's what that's why honesty is so important. Silence doesn't help. Speaking up and telling someone how how things are and how things are going is going to be way more effective than just staying silent on the subject. Like I could name, oh man, if I if I had the huevones to like say like names, I can give you specific names of people who used to invite me to stuff all the time and then I was honest with them and now they no longer like, they'll, they'll, they still communicate with me, but uh, I can guarantee you we're not hanging out. Uh, it's it's very interesting how people feel and react after you're open and honest with them, which everyone once again claims to want open, honest communication, and then you finally deliver it. And like, oh no, that's too much. No, that's too much. Uh, it's 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 fascinating to me, and quite frankly, it's a defect of our species. We have all these crazy, awesome abilities in to communicate with one another, to like verbally, like in a language that is that can be written down. We have all of these synapses that fire and everything like that. Yet we still are so animalistic. Like we we're so like I think that's like one of the hugest. Hugest is that a word? It's one of the biggest. <laughs> that's one of the biggest defects of humankind is our uh, hubris more than anything. To think that we're so much better than everything else, when in reality, like we're not. We do not human. The humankind does not coexist well. We coexist well until there's another group that we have to fight, and then we try to kill that group. We're we're I, just as animalistic as as everybody else. I I, I hope you're all depressed. I have a thought that I think I need some help like uh, fleshing out, but I feel like when you when you get better at taking feedback, or you get a lot of feedback, or you get a lot of criticism, or whatever it is, you also ideally get better at figuring out what's truth and what's what's false. Like, so people are gonna be wrong. Like their opinions about you are. They might be how that how they feel, but that doesn't make them accurate. So I think like as you as you take more of that feedback or you take more of that criticism, you kind of start to to be more um, reflective of like what your identity is and what you believe to be true about yourself, which is not to say that you stop reflecting and you and you don't listen and you're like, oh, that's their opinion. I think it's about you're better able to distinguish the the truth from the truth from uh, the lies, like, or not, lies not, lies isn't even the right word, it's like, am I gonna let that opinion shape my identity, and I'm gonna, am I gonna make a change because of that feedback, or is that more, is that piece of feedback more reflective of that person's own insecurities, or their own issues, or whatever it is, and I'm gonna just try and, like, let that roll off, and maybe be more supportive of them, and whatever else they need, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a lot of times I've given someone criticism that's actually more reflective of something that I don't like about myself or something, whatever mood I'm in or whatever. And later I kind of regret the way I acted about it versus like sometimes I'm very deliberate and very careful about that feedback or depending on who I'm giving it to, you know, like I'm not going to like there's certain people that if, if I say something to you that bothers me, then I've probably been thinking very carefully about it for a long time. And I would hope that because of the relationships I have with that person, that they would know that it took a lot for me to say that. So I would hope it would hold more weight than, you know, some jerk on the street that says, you look stupid. You no, know? I, agree, I agree with that. Like, it's like that, that goes back to like the point. Like, I wish you understood how hard this was for me to tell you this. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like even like our, our travel uh, example that we've been referring to, like, I felt bad about that. But it was fine after, like, after all was said and done. Like, I felt bad, like, because I, I recognized, like, I bet she's, she, I was like, I bet you see things. So I'm thinking, like, she's a terrible person for this. But I didn't. I just needed to deliver that information. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm still struggling to figure out a better way to, to deliver things to people so that, that it's more of like, okay, cool, as opposed to like, 
okay, cool. Like, oh, all right. Like, wait a second there. Well, and I think it's about, like, recognizing that it's okay to have that kind of tension sometimes. Like, sometimes it just takes a little bit of time to think, like, let that other person, like, think it through and, like, digest it and uh, depersonalize it or whatever. I also think it's really big that you give the person an opportunity to, like, change whatever it is that you're criticizing them about. Like, that they know it's not, like, this character flaw that's, like, unfixable. Like, if someone says, like, you're a really selfish person or something like that, like, that feels like it's more of, like, a character flaw. But if you say, I felt like you were being really selfish in that moment about that thing or whatever, then that gives them an opportunity to change and it doesn't, like, become a part of their identity. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed 100%. Because I feel, I, I maybe I kind of did that okay with with the with the example that we keep referring to because i feel like it was more of like a reflection of i feel like i've been isolated to this group by you as opposed to like you always isolate me i don't know like I, like trying to make myself feel better more than anything uh, you want to know what's interesting people always talk about like oh we need to have counseling for marriages should there not be like counseling for friendships and work relationships as well like these are all very important relationships that we are constantly involved in. And I guarantee that crap has been talked about each and every single one of us, no matter how good of a friend we think we have. They have said something negative about us to somebody else and to somebody else in our friend group, uh, no matter what. No yeah. matter what. Like don't have the... Don't have the once again the hubris to think that you are immune to being judged by people. And sometimes you want to know what? Maybe it is better to like just let something go. But if it's a very constant and significant effect on the way that you operate and the way that you experience life, it's something that needs to be brought up. And it shouldn't just be like, I don't want to be the B word, so I'm not going to bring this up. I don't want to be the I don't want to be the dick, so I'm not going to bring this up. Like, if it's affecting you on a personal level fairly frequently, it needs to be brought up. If it, if it isn't, then it probably doesn't. Like, I, maybe the, I think I just created a rule for myself. If it's affecting people enough to complain about it frequently, it needs to be dealt with and talked about in some sort of way. If it's a one-off that never happens again, probably okay to leave it alone. Yeah. I also feel like you have to think about what's this is something like I that has been a part of something we've been doing at work too but like what's the what's the cost to you for whatever whatever feedback you're withholding like or or the feedback that you give like is it worthwhile feedback to give because the cost to you is that you're just going to keep thinking about it over and over again and it's going to make you unhappy and that person's never going to know how you feel about that situation or is it like eh, it's kind of annoying but like it's really not that big of a deal I'm not going to be worked up about it it's not that there's not a high cost for me to just move on from this and I feel like that's given me like a good way to gauge on like whether or not I need to speak up about something. And again, that's more of like a work situation, like kind of going back to um, like the, the quote unquote difficult team that we have. Like the cost to me for that is that it, it's actually making my job much harder to do. So I it's making me think, okay, it's it's worth it for me to deliver this feedback or whatever. But if it's like someone's just kind of being annoying or like giving, you know, like pointing blame at me for something that like, is annoying, but ultimately, like, I can brush it off and move on. Maybe I don't need to really do anything about it. Like, I feel like you have to kind of, like, balance out, like, when it's worth it to give that feedback to for yourself, not just for the other person. No, I, I, I agree. I think it's a, a give and take almost in every single situation, figuring out what is going to do that. Like, it's okay to take some time to think about it like you don't have to force it yeah. potentially relationships could be ruined by it so just take the time to figure it out once again like there are some things where it's like let's take the person to the side and there's some things where it has to be said in that moment or else it's never going to never going to change those are sort of and that once again that's something that i struggle with constantly is just being like i hate that i have to be the one 
Uh, man, I, it sounds like I have like such a martyr complex. Like that's what I hate about this. But it it really does affect me emotionally. Like I, I wish people could understand that. Like how emotionally affect uh, effective it is on me to have to be the one in family, friend, work situations to in air quotes be the bad guy. When no one else wants to, I'm like everyone else thinks this exact same thing that I'm saying to you. Like, I can't say that because I don't want to throw everyone else under the bus. Everyone else is saying this about you. I'm the only one that is willing to let you know that. So don't hate me. Don't kill the messenger. I am legitimately your best friend out of all of this. Everybody else just wants to continue to talk crap behind your back, and I want to let you know what is being said about you. I wish people understood that. Yeah, and I think well, I think part of that too, this is this is a very minor detail, but when you when you bring other people into it, whether you reference them or not, it, it does make it harder for the person to feel like they can bounce back from it. So I feel like you don't most people don't need to know that multiple people have said something about them, right? Like it, it hurts enough to to just in this the depends one person. on the person. It totally depends on the person and like you know if that person needs to hear that multiple people feel that way, like if they're defensive about it. But like usually it's enough to have one person tell you that this behavior is not okay and then you kind of connect the dots otherwise. And if as long as you give – I think it comes back to like as long as you give people an out, you give them an opportunity to fix it and you let them know that you still care about them. Like that behavior isn't okay but like you still care about them and you want them to be better and that's why you're telling them. Then I think that that kind of – that it kind of you know deals with itself over time, um, but you ha- you have to have the caring piece. You have to you have to demonstrate that you care, and that might be a lot of pre work, you know, years of friendship or whatever it is. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. Like it sucks. It sucks to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, that's that's my main takeaway. That would be my thing to to everybody out there. It's hard, but. Ultimately, it's going to make us all better. Yep. Agreed. All right. Well, um, I think I'm officially fired from hosting. So this has been real, guys. Uh, thanks thanks to everyone for visiting today. And the next time that we have something we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Feel free to like, comment, and continue the conversation by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and if you are feeling especially generous, leave us a review on iTunes. We prefer five stars, but value the truth more. We plan on keeping this free to listeners forever, because we love you. Thanks for listening, and let's keep being better. for on it like do you feel like that you were motivated to wait we're gonna have to cut this i totally i think i've just been drinking too much (laughs) but Um, i'm an adult cut it cut it um i'm gonna be fired i don't know where to go now we all say it